Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to TCK Care, the podcast with your host, Stephen Black, as we come together sharing stories and strategies supporting TCKs in all walks of life. I don't get tired of saying that. Joining us on the show today, calling all the way from the Netherlands, is Judith, um, who reached out to me about one of the resources that I had at, uh, through the podcast, and um, she has a cool story, so I thought I'd have her on and just talk about her story and her experience and see if we can um, get some more wisdom on the show. So Judith, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thanks good. for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. Judith, number one question that I've got to ask every time, where are you from? <laughs> it's always the number one question that everyone asks. It's Yeah, I mean, of course, like everyone else, it's a difficult question to answer. Uh, yeah, technically, I'm Dutch. I was, I'm biologically Dutch. My parents are Dutch. My family is Dutch. But when I was two years old, I moved to Thailand. So I'm also Thai, kind of. But I used to, I always like to say that I'm 50% high, 50% American, just because the system that my school was in was American, that therefore I have so much American influence. And some people will tell me I have an American accent, but I've never been to the States. <laughs> but yeah, so sometimes I'm 50% Thai, 50% American, and 100% Dutch. So <laughs> yeah, go figure, I'm 200%. <laughs> nice. That's fantastic. That's a really nice perspective to say, I'm a TCK, and that makes me 200%. Yeah, it's very like positive. Yeah, I like that. And yeah. um, a couple of things that just stood out to me as you were talking. Number one, I lo love that I asked you where you're from, and you said I'm Dutch, and I was like, "You're leading." Like, I'm not going to tell it, get into where I'm from just yet. Just yeah. suffice it to say that I am Dutch. Um, I am Dutch. It's, it's what people see when you look when they look at me. Right. So that makes sense. So, and then number two, yeah. talking about like schools. Oh, absolutely. I worked at an international school in the Philippines, and um, the Filipino students that attended that school, I feel like they were very American because of the American influence. And so mm -hmm. they never left their country, and yet, you know, CCKs, right? Cross-cultural kids. Um, you still get that. Yeah. Um, you still get that exposure to other cultures. And so school can definitely have a huge influence, especially international school, on yeah. sense of belonging, sense of... Uh, where you're from, uh, and even sometimes like things like your accent and stuff, which you do pull off an American accent very well. It's impressive. <laughs> no one can ever place me in the States, though, so I'm curious where I'm from in the States. <laughs> you know, the positive thing is you get to make that up. Just pick out part of hey. the States that you like and be like, well, right now I live in, you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm a nomad in the States. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, Judith, speaking of nomadry... Uh, because you grew up in Thailand, uh, remind me again, how, how long were you in Thailand for? Uh, 16 years. Okay. So you, so most of my life, I'm 20 now. Okay. So, so you graduated high school in Thailand. Yes, I did. I did full schooling, everything there. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, what, in your experience, what has been some of the best parts of being a TCK and being 200%? Uh, I don't know. I loved, I love being a TCK. It's, you get so many experiences from it. The, you get to see the world. First of all, you see things that other people can't imagine just because of the places that you're taken with your family. Um, yeah. Also the people that you meet along the way, that's 
also what I truly enjoyed the most. The people you meet, the friends you make. I made new family. I grew up in a dorm in Thailand. So yeah, the dorm really is family. It's a part of me that I grew up with and I wouldn't have had that experience without being a third culture kid. And also the cultures that I grew up in, because I'm a third culture kid, I've never would have experienced Thai culture. Thai culture is really important to me. I guess it's because I grew up in it. But the food, the people, the Thailand is known for the being the land of smiles. But yeah, I mean, it's influenced my life. It's influenced how I am. I have parts of Thai culture within me. You can't stop that if you grow up in that culture. But like I can handle eating spicy food. I can handle... I can speak random bits of languages that I otherwise would not be able to if I didn't grow up abroad. I'm able to do things that I wouldn't. I feel like sometimes a lot of third culture kids, I think, are a bit more independent because they sometimes have to rely on themselves to be able to get to places and to have those experiences of always moving around and traveling. And Do you feel that you... Uh you had that sense of uh, autonomy and independence? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think part of that, I think yes and no, to be honest, because I grew up in the dorm and I had my brother there with me. So I had a biological brother with me in the dorm as well as my dorm siblings. But I was very reliant on him, but he graduated before me. And then after that, I kind of had to figure it out by myself because being in the dorm, you can rely on your dorm siblings, but once you go home to visit your parents, flying to meet my parents, I had to do that by myself. I couldn't take my dorm siblings with me. Mm. So those things, like I had to, like flying with my brother, he was always the one that's kind of in charge. He's two years older. And then when I went by myself, I was like, okay, how did he do it? <laughs> now I have to do it by myself. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's scary, but yeah, I think... I also, I'm kind of sometimes a mom figure within the house, within the dorm, and also here where I'm studying. So I like to take care of people. And that also, I think sometimes people will be like, okay, I need, I'm, I'm looking for something. Where is it? And then I'd be able to help them find little random things that happen throughout life, mm. I guess. It's so interesting. It's, it's so interesting how you figure out who you are just by being that person and doing things right. Like you're talking yeah. about your brother leaving and even though you relied on him when he was there when he left you had to figure things out on your own and uh it sounds like you kind of stepped into that role of like hey this is who i am and i figure things out for myself and i take care of other people and um sounds like you've just gained a lot of um a sense of yourself from just living your life yeah and honestly though i can't imagine how other people do it if they like, I mean, I can't imagine a non TCK life because that's how the only thing I've ever known. And all a lot of my friends are also TCKs. So, yeah, it's weird sometimes thinking about how I get quote unquote normal people do it. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, that concept of like. How what would it feel like to be quote unquote normal, right? But then like what yeah. what even is quote unquote normal? Like Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Like even for us TCKs, you know, we are we are we I, I don't know. Maybe I should only speak for myself, but I feel I don't feel normal per se, but at the same time, like 
my experience is completely um, completely normal for myself because it's my experience. And yet I feel like exactly. I must be abnormal and so somebody else must feel normal. But I've never met the person who like sets the standard for what that is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's that's that's relatable. <laughs> I appreciate that you mentioned when I was when I asked you, you know, what what are some of the things that stand out from your TCK experience? You mentioned just seeing the world as a big part of being a TCK and not only does that give you a cult, uh, give you a sense of culture, um, a sense of culture that's so deep inside of you that, like you said, you couldn't you couldn't not be Thai if you wanted to if you tried. Yeah. Um, that that's just going to be a part of you. It's just going to be you know how you mm-hmm. see the world and um, how you think, how you feel, etc. Um, yeah, it also gives you uh, just a lot of experience, right? A lot of perspective. Yes, that's for sure. Yeah, it's embedded within me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and at the same time, that's not to like, I get into this discussion and I love it because it makes me so, so passionate and I don't want to like, I don't want to come across as like, ah, but at the same time, I just feel this way. You know, we get into this discussion of like yeah. the identity with TCKs and I never want mm. TCK to feel like TCK is your identity. This is who you are. Um, this yeah. is like the core of who you are and it's not, it's, it's an experience that adds to who you are. Um, mm-hmm. but it's just an experience and it's just an, a, a culture where you have the in and you know, the secret handshake and you f- may, maybe you yeah. feel a greater sense of belonging, but it, it's not who you are. So if you're listening to this thinking, Stephen, are you saying that TCK is who I am? No, no, I'm not saying that just, just for clarity. Yeah. So, I, mean, I agree with that. Yeah. Judith, if, um, if I can turn the, turn the, the question the other way what have been some of the harder parts or the challenges of being a tck oh definitely i think the goodbyes Preach. there's so many there's so many of them that's even also i think that sometimes the goodbyes saying another goodbye kind of reminds you of the past goodbyes but i mean people come and go out of your life naturally that's something that everyone experiences i think but i think as a tck you really notice it more I think because I mean when you graduate like I went so in Thailand I lived in the dorm then people would graduate they would leave the dorm that's goodbyes there but you also have your friends that also move away because they're also TCKs most of them so they also go and travel to different places so I never really graduated with all my friends but then when graduation comes because it's an international school everyone also leaves to their home country or wherever they're going next so, like, all of my life that I had in Thailand, it's technically, it's gone. Like, the people that I met there will never be in the same time and place again. So, that's, like, something that's so hard for me to, like, wrap my head around that I'll never be able to go and visit my childhood the same way that I experienced it. Mm. But then again, I'd never change it. I loved how I grew up. So, I think, for me, personally, it's definitely worth it. Mm. It sounds like you're really holding those two things in balance that on the one hand, your childhood was so rich and beautiful and you really valued it um, and you hold the, you cherish the memory. And on the other hand, you can never go back and your childhood is gone. Um, I like the, um, it was just a beautiful way of saying it that um, those people will never be in the same time and place again. Yeah. I mean, I struggled with it for quite a while trying to come to terms with the fact that I could never go back to it. It was something that was really painful for me but oh how could you not struggle with that 
yeah. But I think it's, yeah, I mean, I've come to terms with it in a way that I can handle it. And, like, and here's the thing, though. It's not like it's over. I can still go visit these people. I just won't. It won't be the same. But you can never make it the same anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So I've already got, like, plans to, like, we're having a dorm reunion. We've had one. And, like, I can meet these people again. It just takes a bit more effort. Mm, yeah. And it's it's different, right? Because relationships change and people change over time, yeah. especially when you're absent. And so meeting them yeah. again, like, you still have that bond of, like, the all the shared experiences that you had growing up. Um, but it'll just, it might just feel a little bit different, right? It, yeah, it does. It's for sure. And also keeping in contact is difficult sometimes as well. Sometimes you lose friends just because the distance is too much and you like it's hard to keep up with everyone that's around you. So the people that you were really close with when you were there in that time and place, you kind of it fades. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's almost I feel like maybe one day I need to like talk about that. Uh, as its own episode of just, yeah, you know, uh, keeping in touch and um, how that affects relationships and how you do it well, because it really is difficult, especially like you're saying, Judith, like all the goodbyes you have to say, there's all those people that you know, all the way around the all over the world. Yeah. And like, how do you pick and choose who to keep in contact with? And then like, how rich is that communication going to be? And then is it detracting from being in the here and now? And man, there's just a lot that goes into that. There's there's a lot in that topic for sure. Mm. Yeah. So do you feel that do you feel that you're able to keep in touch with some of your um, childhood friends now? For sure. For not all of them, for sure. I do keep in contact with like we've got a dorm group chat, and every now and then we'll be like, okay, let's call. Uh, I have a friend that's really good at that. She'll be like, okay, it's time to call again, and everyone's like, oh yes, we're still family, and we still let's do this. Mm. Um, but I have a friend that I have, my best friend from Thailand. I haven't seen her physically in five years, and we still talk weekly. Um, and, like, we have, like, ebb and flow of where the conversation kind of dies, and we let it sit for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes we'll have sparks where it's just, like, rapid messaging back and forth, and we've got so much to talk about. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I haven't, like, she's, I haven't seen her in forever. And, I mean, that's rough, but... I would, I'm glad that we still keep in touch. Yeah. And every now and then random people will be like, oh, wait, how is this person doing? And then I'll, you know, I'll just be like, okay, well, if I want to know, I just got to go and ask them. And then it'll spark up a conversation for a bit. It's just nice to keep in contact with people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've got a few people that I decidedly like put in a lot of effort to maintain those relationships because they're definitely worth it. Yeah, that's wise. And I feel like you have to do that, especially when you know so many people and, um, you just kind of have to limit yourself to having like a really rich, conver- really rich conversation yeah. with a couple people. And then, like you say, the conversation kind of ebbs and flows with everybody else and you stay in touch, you still love each other, but you mm-hmm. can't have the same kind of quality of conversation as you can, um, yeah. with just a few people. Yeah, that's for sure. I, f- it's like on my list of, um, goals hashtag goals to like keep in touch with one or two people from every different sort of stage of life or geographical region that i've been in like i can't can't keep all my friends forever 
probably, but yeah. one or yeah. two important ones from everywhere, I think is probably manageable. Yeah. That's a, that's a good goal that I would not mind stealing the idea. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if it actually works out or not. Yeah. So Judith, um, as we're, kind of winding down on the show a little bit, I wanted to ask, is there any advice that you would give to perhaps TCKs or the people who care for them, like their parents, or their care coordinators, um, specifically, what would you say to TCKs um, who just want, uh, who want to live a rich life? Not riches in money, but like riches in abundant. Yeah. yeah. And meaningful kind of, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's a difficult question. Because I, I think it's good to get involved. Like, as in, like, if you're in, like, a host culture, like, if I was in Thailand or if you, I don't know, in your host culture, I think it's good to, like, learn the language. Like, don't be scared to, like, don't hold back, I think. It's good to get involved. It's good to get into the culture, learn the language, try the food, make memories, do the weird things. Because those are, like, the fun memories you'll have later that you can also share and, like, weird stories to tell. The good conversation starters, like, oh, I've eaten a bug, you know? <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, I think get involved in the community, make memories, really, like, learn to cook the food. That's something that I regret, that I didn't learn to mm. actually cook the food. And then now that I'm here, I miss the flavors that I can't have because I'm in the Netherlands and not in an Asian culture, in an Asian, yeah, culture. Mm -hmm. So I've Googled lots of random recipes, but it doesn't always taste the same. So I think if I had learned it while I was there, you know, like those are things that like make memories, do things that you can take with you because mm -hmm. you're not ever in the same place your whole life. That's good. I love that. Just get involved is such a nice, solid, concise piece of advice that applies to, I feel like to, uh, every stage of life, right? Yeah. And that as a TCK, I love that you're talking about getting involved in uh, in the host culture where you grew up in. Like for you, it would yeah. have been Thailand. Um, that, you know, getting involved in, uh, in things that are meaningful, that are going to be um, a part of the culture that you can carry with you. Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. And then once you, you know, if you do end up moving back to... Um, uh, your parents' country or you move to another country to pursue university or something like that afterwards, still get involved, right? And um, that means mm -hmm. not necessarily dwelling on the past 100%, uh, but carrying the past with you, being in the moment and getting involved in, um, in college life, uh, in work, in the culture where you're at in this moment, engaging in that culture, learning it, um, learning where you fit in that and how it works with you and your personal experience and your history and everything. Um, getting involved is just a solid piece of advice for um, for a TCK for any stage of life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And then um, sort of turning that on TCK care coordinators, I would say get your TCKs involved. Um, create opportunities yeah. for them to get out there and like Judith is saying, uh, cook some food, learn the language, make some friends and get some experiences, um, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I think don't be afraid to push a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Sometimes it's really healthy, really helpful. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. 
Well, Judith, thank you so much for taking time out of your uh, out of your schedule and school and all that to come on the show and share your story with us. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. You've been listening to TCK Care, the podcast with me, Stephen Black. Um, thank you for joining me on the show today. I've really enjoyed this conversation. I enjoy having this kind of conversation in particular, just hearing about TCKs and hearing their stories and what was significant to them. Um, I love this because I feel like um, I feel like it's relatable. I feel like there are a lot of TCKs out there who have experiences who uh, might feel alone or isolated um, because partially because of the the international highly mobile um, context of their childhoods and I feel like the more stories that we can share um, the more we're going to break out of that box of um, feeling alone or being alone or assuming that um, other people ought to be alone because they're different um, the more we're going to come together in relationship as friends and I would love to keep having these conversations and keep putting these on the air. So if you would like to join me in this, I would encourage you to go to tckcare.com slash give and make a donation um, to help me do what I do and have these stories and um, produce this podcast. Um, also, subscribe to the show if you haven't done so already. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or whatever podcast app you've got on your phone. I would love to have you back again next week as we share more TCK Care content. This is Stephen Black. Tune in out. Talk to you next week. Bye.